Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? And you've tuned into the right show. On all things franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros and I am your host today. Today we're talking about the home healthcare industry. And I know that we we hear a lot about that and the demand, but I just wanted to share um, a little bit from an article that I read recently. So the home healthcare industry is among the fastest growing industries in the U.S. The industry revenue has grown to a one, $108.1 billion. That number was a little bit too big for my brain to even process. So it was $108.1 billion, and that's an increase of 6.7% so far in 2020 alone. The COVID-19 pandemic will continue to have a significant effect on the industry because of the demand it will have in 2020. So I want to just say up front, this is October the 16th of 2020. And yes, we are still, the pandemic is still impacting our lives, I guess I should say. So um, as we're, we're visiting today with my guest, I want you to think about how the pandemic could have a huge impact and clearly from these numbers has had a huge impact on the healthcare industry. So my guest today is Dan Durney. He is with Assisted Hands, Assisting Hands Home Care. Dan is a certified franchise executive and the franchise developer for Assisting Hands. Assisting Hands Home Care is one of the leading franchises in home care. Please help me in welcoming Dan to the show. Hey, Dan. Hi, Linda. How are you today? I am great. I'm really glad that you're on the show because I never thought about the pandemic impacting this industry so so drastically. Before we get into that, Dan, let's talk a little bit or you share a little bit with us about your history um, and how you were drawn to assisting hands. Uh, well, thank you, first off, for having me on the show. I look forward to uh, chatting with you about it. I'm very excited about the uh, industry, obviously. And so a little bit about me. I had a, a career in IT for about 17 years uh, and then got into franchising, came in through uh, working with um, brands like Massage Envy and uh, with a specialization in uh, area representative or like master franchising. 
Um, we built uh, companies through uh, regional development at the time it was called, and now that's referred to as area representative. Um, Assisting Hands was actually started in uh, Arizona as a company called Care Corner, and <clears throat> it was started by a lady who was looking for care for her father and didn't find any agencies she felt comfortable with. And so she started her own, and about three years in, uh, she was doing a couple million dollars a year with uh, 200 caregivers mm -hmm. and two offices. And we approached her about franchising her business model. And uh, I was with a franchise development company at the time, and uh, she agreed to do that. And the investors were from Idaho and um, a couple of farmers and a dentist. And uh, she helped them open and uh, run a very successful office, which has now expanded to four offices. And uh, so we started franchising the model, but the name Care Corner wasn't available nationally. Uh, so it was changed to Assisting Hands, which is actually more descriptive of what we do. And um, uh, so anyway, I was involved uh, with the launch of Assisting Hands back in 2007 when it started franchising. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about what Assisting Hands does. Um, uh, I know that home health care is really um, taken, it's, it's really gained traction. And especially as we baby boomers um, end up needing more and more care to stay in our homes. So tell me a little bit about the services that someone could expect to receive from Assisting Hands. So Assisting Hands, uh, in addition to offering the core business, which is in-home non-medical care targeted towards seniors, um, we also, uh, and those services can include everything from uh, bathing and dressing and feeding to just companionship, some light housekeeping, meal prep, uh, taking uh, clients to doctor's appointments, uh, things like that. Uh, there's a whole variety of services, uh, uh, actually quite a few services, um, but we offer a lot of flexibility for our franchisees if they also want to um, offer some things as options and not requirements. Um, but, for example, if they want to do post-operative recuperation, regardless of the age, high-risk pregnancies uh, for women on bed rest before they give birth, uh, special needs, including autism, in addition to Alzheimer's and dementia, some staffing, total care management, um, even some medical device sales. And even if some franchisees wish to get into uh, offering skilled nursing, um, we allow a franchisee to do that and provide all the uh, support that they would need to be able to provide those. Uh, services, um, as well as the different payor sources, which is another component of that flexibility. Because in addition to private pay, which is still the bulk of the business, um, we can also uh, provide services for those that are um, gain, uh, using insurance like long-term care and disability insurance, uh, Medicaid waiver in some areas, uh, and even veterans benefits. Mm -hmm. So let's go back to what you were you had mentioned that um, most of your business is clearly for senior care for the elderly, but mm -hmm. uh, I'm interested in hearing how you help others as well. Like you, you mentioned um, a woman that is um, sent to bed rest during mm -hmm. pregnancy. And I would think that, of course, during this period of time, COVID may play a big part in someone needing additional care once they get home. 
Right. And so there's, there's a variety of options that uh, uh, the franchisees can offer. Uh, and it kind of depends on how they market those services within their community. Uh, our franchisees are very community focused. Um, we even do seminars on things like how to care for a loved one with uh, special needs or dementia and Alzheimer's or handicaps even, because a lot of the care that we provide is in conjunction with the family. Um, so even if a family is caring for a loved one at home, but they have to go to, to work, uh, we can send a caregiver in during the time that they're not there. And often that's uh, uh, for companionship, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we work a lot with the families in, uh, in um, conjunction with what they're able to provide. Sometimes we provide simply a caregiver respite if the family member is the primary caregiver, but they just need a break um, yeah. that we can come in and provide a, a break for uh, the caregiver uh, who may be a family member. So it's quite a variety of, of uh, things. And that also goes up to and including ca- um, clients that need care 24 by seven. And we may have a rotation of, you know, four to five different caregivers that are uh, helping that client out as well. So from simple mm-hmm. companionship up to round the clock, um, we can do it all. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. So Let's talk a little bit now, Dan, about what it looks like from that franchisee's perspective. So when you are looking at prospective franchisees, are you looking for a nurse? Are you looking for a CNA? Who makes a good franchisee? That's a great question. So while we do have um, some franchisees that have industry experience, um, we have franchisees in uh, Illinois that she's a nurse. We have a another franchisee in Texas that she's a social worker. Um, But many of our franchisees come from corporate America, frankly. They have business and people management skills, which is really the most important. Um, And frankly, they have to have a heart for the business. Uh, Yes, it's a huge uh, opportunity, you know, 78 million baby boomers, which I'm one of right near the end. And, uh, uh, you know, 10,000 people turns uh, people a day turn 65 in this country. So intellectually, you can know that it's a big opportunity. But if someone's just in it for the money and they don't have a real compassion for uh, giving back to seniors and, and uh, making sure that they're well cared for, um, it's just not going to be a good fit. We have a very strong family culture as well. Uh, and so people that are very family oriented and have a heart for the business is really who we're looking for. We have franchisees that have come from uh, corporate America like Epson um, and uh, uh, honey baked hams and <laughs> uh, automotive mm-hmm. and oil and gas land leasing, all kinds of different um, walks of life. Um, but they usually have a common denominator, and that is that they've had some type of experience uh, e- either directly providing care or vicariously seeing family members that have received care. In some cases, it was great and they recognized the value. In some cases, it wasn't handled very well and uh, they want to do it better and and, uh, try to contribute in that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very good. Because I I am one of those that uh, have definitely been there with my parents who are no longer here, but it's quite the process. And you want to keep them at home as long as possible to give them you know, they just want to be at home. So I, I totally understand that. So if you're not looking for someone with industry experience, what kind of training then do you, do you provide, Dan? So what I would preface by saying that uh, to run an assisting hands agency, you really have three departments. You have an HR, accounting, 
and sales and marketing. So the HR is component is uh, recruiting, hiring, training, and I use the term matchmaking of the caregivers with the clients. And those are typically done through a home assessment. Um, the accounting portion is, of course, the billing and invoicing and the payroll for the caregivers. And by the way, we use a lot of technology to help minimize the back office requirements of running what is a very scalable business, um, because for the most part, the service is provided at the home of the client, not in a, uh, you know, not in a facility, although some, uh, sometimes the caregiver uh, goes to a facility as well. Um, so you have the accounting component of this, and then you have the sales and marketing, which is really building the awareness of the assisting hands uh, services in the community, um, uh, building relationships with discharge planners and of skilled nursing facilities and rehab centers and doctor's offices and a variety of different networking uh, from that standpoint. And so I tell people, do what you do best and hire the rest. You're going to mm-hmm. run from a small office, so it's not home-based. Uh, and you're going to need uh, three people or arguably two and a half if one of you is good at accounting at the beginning. Um, but you really need to uh, have le- – I always tell people when they're coming out of corporate America especially, leverage your skills, not necessarily the industry, but leverage the skills that you developed and then use those in whatever uh, business that you get into. And uh, so some people have a more of an HR and uh, people management skills. And so they're better suited to work the office part of it and the HR part. And then they hire a marketer. And we have some franchisees that have done very, very well that were not slick marketing salespeople. Uh, they're, mm-hmm. they're just, um, they're really good at uh, managing people and the caregivers and, and really building that family culture within their own franchise um, organization so that the caregivers feel like they belong to a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really that's really important because this is you're not selling vehicles here, and this is an nope. industry that is uh, certainly heart centered, and it's important. You're in the family's home for X amount of hours, and you just want to you just want to feel the family to feel comfortable with that. So let me ask you, Dan, if if someone's coming out of corporate and they don't have uh, experience in marketing, they don't have experience in owning their own business, and they they get ready to open their doors, so to speak, and launch the business, um, do you guys help them in finding their initial clients and patients? Great question. So uh, let's roll a little bit back to the onboarding and training uh, because Mm -hmm. then that'll roll into that. So when a franchisee comes aboard, again, regardless of their background, um, we have a, uh, it's called a BYOC, before you open checklist. So the franchisee Mm. will go through, it's approximately a 12 week program, but that may vary depending on the state and how long it takes to get licensed in a particular state. Some states are very uh, quick, like Ohio. We just brought someone on first week of August, and they opened their doors October 1st. Uh, and then we have other ones that took uh, six months in some cases because of uh, COVID and sometimes the licensing slower. So, But it's approximately a 12-week program, and it includes them uh, support from our national team and helping them get their licensing applied for, their business license, find their office. There's like 100 different things, uh, building the referral source list, uh, how to hi- – how to um, uh, hire uh, caregivers and office staff, and then uh, about 30 days before uh, their license goes live uh, and they open their doors, they go to uh, training for a week, 
that's the owner training. And then they're taught things about questions, how to interview and all those kinds of things. Then we include office visits and ongoing phone calls. We even have a mentoring program where experienced franchisees help mentor the new ones. Again, kind of going back to that whole family support. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of support mm-hmm. to help a franchisee come aboard. Um, and then from a marketing standpoint, to answer your question about new clients, uh, we handle all of the social media. So Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, um, Instagram. I don't think we're in TikTok or Slap, uh, Snapchat right now. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Not really the market. But uh, right. And then we do the website for them as well. So uh, there's a lot of uh, online marketing support as well as uh, as I mentioned before, uh, seminars and uh, um, uh, lunch and learns type of uh, workshops that we have all the content already developed for. So they just need to, uh, you know, get that mailed out, either email or, or uh, direct mail. So a lot of support to help them get um, up and running. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned a small office. What, what does that footprint look like? Seven to 900 square feet is plenty. You just need to have an office that you can shut the door and interview a caregiver sure. uh, or, and or meet with a caregiver if you, wanna, if you need to talk about what's going on with a particular client and just need some privacy there. And then a small conference room for doing training. Mm-hmm. The, clients never yeah. go, the clients never go to the office. Right. Uh, it's only for the caregivers. Uh, so you want to make it convenient for them to get to. And you, know, you don't want to stick in a downtown high-rise with $50 parking sure. <laughs> for the caregivers. Sure, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, when someone's awarded a territory, let's talk about what those territories look like. Okay. So we're pretty generous on the territories. Uh, We have uh, our baseline is approximately 225,000 total population with a minimum of 25,000 seniors over the age of 65. And to put that in perspective, uh, depending on how you uh, put together your mix of clients, a combination of 24 by 7, as well as some companion ones. But it literally doesn't really take that many clients to build a pretty strong business. Um, uh, we have some uh, franchises that have 150 caregivers, and their their territory is, you know, maybe 30,000 seniors. But they they you know got 100 to 200 clients. Uh, and, and they have a you know, multi-million dollar business. So it just doesn't mm-hmm. take that many clients, especially if you have the mix of some 24 by 7 as well as uh, some of your other ones. Also, mm-hmm. um, did not mention there's two new services that we rolled out during COVID. Uh, one is called uh, Insure Connect, Insure Check. Uh, it's rolling out in a pilot program now, and that's uh, basically where a scenario where the caregiver uh, or the client can't meet in person because of maybe travel restrictions or quarantine or something. Um, so they can do it through a video technology where the caregiver is uh, trained to look for signs of maybe like de- um, dehydration or malnutrition, something like that. Um, so that's in program. And then our newest program is, uh, revolves around employee wellness with the new regulations where companies have to have their employees before they start their shift temperature checked and wellness screened. And uh, we're providing those services for businesses as well. So that's more of a B to be a whole new uh, revenue line of uh, business. Well, that's that's fascinating, Dan, because generally what companies are doing is pulling an employee off the line and to do those temperature checks. And if right. you're talking about large manufacturing companies or large mm-hmm. businesses. Um, that could be an all-day job right there, right? Construction. Totally. Uh, that could 
that could be a full-time job. That's that's a quite the niche. That's a really good idea. And, you mentioned to early, enhance I'm that, sorry. I was mm-hmm. just going to say to enhance that, we're also uh, rolling that over into events uh, such as weddings and schools nice. and things like that. So that uh, same functionality uh, can transcend beyond just the work, workplace. So I just saw on the news today, Dan, I don't remember mm-hmm. what state it was, but they shut down a wedding. The police came in and shut down a <laughs> wedding because they were not um, they were not uh, adhering to the guidelines, and right. they they wrote them a um, a fine uh, a ticket for twelve hundred dollars twelve hundred dollars for that. I guess in the scope of a wedding, that's probably not that bad. <laughs> Being a father oh, well, of uh, yeah, daughters. That's that's yeah, not too bad. Yeah, yeah that was but a still. very small line item, that's for sure. Um, but, um, you know, it, it, to have someone that's responsible for that, because people get into the party party atmosphere, and so to have someone responsible for that would certainly um, help go a long ways in that. I was yeah. going to ask you, earlier you mentioned area representatives. Tell me a little bit about how that differs from – just being a franchise owner. Sure. So uh, an area representative is really an overlay of support in addition to our national support team for the franchisees in the market. That type of person is someone who uh, really likes the aspects of uh, coaching and mentoring. Um, So in addition to running an office, which they would be required to do, um, they would uh, secure a territory that would be more along the lines of four to six million in population uh, the investment is uh, is a higher investment. We'll go back over that when we go through the financials. But um, they but they would actually help recruit franchisees and then help coach and mentor them and help them go through uh, that pre-opening process. In addition, like I say, to the support from our national team, and they share in the royalties and the franchise fees. So it's it's kind of someone that has a bigger picture view of uh, uh, of working with the franchisor to help roll out. Uh, more franchisees in the market and help support mm-hmm. them. So it's a it's a front line of support. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a great tier to have built in because the area people would have um, would have access to someone in their area to help them. You know. So yeah, I mean, good. as an example, we have a we have an area rep uh, that handles uh, Miami and Orlando and the new franchisees that have come aboard. He's someone right there in the market that has gone out to mm-hmm. help them find office space and make connections with uh, some of the people in their uh, in the local market. So it's a it's a great hand. And that franchisee benefits from having that area rep that has a vested interest in their success because they share in the sure. royalty. So sure. it's a sure. it's a great uh, uh, service that the area reps uh, provide to the franchisees. Yeah, that makes and I sense. should add, it's um, mm-hmm. we're one of very few senior care franchises that offer an area rep opportunity. Mm-hmm. That's great. So um, let's talk about the the um, investment piece of it. What is okay. what does that look like? So for a unit to open, the uh, investment is between eighty and one hundred and fifty-two thousand, roughly. Uh, every franchise has to disclose a range, minimum, maximum, and thanks to uh, a certain state, um, it costs like 15000 to get registered in, and certified in that state, whereas other states, it's like $500. So just in that line item, mm. there's a big range. 
Um, but we feel comfortable that if someone has about $100,000 liquid and a net worth of about 300000 and can cover their personal expenses without having to pull money from the business for the first 12 months, um, mm-hmm. then that would be a minimum qualifier for us for a unit. For the area rep, um, since we charge five cents a head for the population, so if it was four million population, it would be two hundred thousand. If it was six million, it'd be three hundred thousand. But that includes the franchise fee uh, of forty-eight thousand, so they wouldn't have to pay a franchise fee on top of that. So at the unit level, the investment between eighty and one hundred fifty-two includes the franchise fee. Which, by the way, if someone opts to secure uh, a second or third territory at the beginning, we actually reduce the franchise fee uh, down to uh, 40 grand from 48 for the second and to 35 for the third. And we do have a veteran's discount of 10% off of their uh, franchise fee. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's nice. You know, veterans coming out of the military, they do really well in the home health care industry, don't they? Oh, my gosh, yes. In fact, we just, our new newest one in Ohio in the Cleveland market is a veteran just brought aboard, and we're about to bring another veteran aboard in uh, Michigan. So, yeah, they're, they're wonderful for following procedures and, uh, and, and the whole nine. Yeah, they're a great source of uh, – we have several franchisees in assisting hands that are veterans. Nice. Very good. Uh, Dan, I need to take a quick commercial break, but um, sure. would you happen to have some short stories that you could tell us when we come back from break? Sure. I'll see what I can come up with for you. Okay. Very good. Well, folks, we're going to take a real quick commercial break, and we will be back with more from Dan Durney. Do you know a family fighting cancer? The Jest Foundation nonprofit was founded right here in Katy, Texas, by cancer survivor Michelle Perzan, whose vision is to assist those currently fighting by providing grants to help support family needs, whether spiritually, emotionally, or financially. Michelle and her family know all too well that there comes a time when the day-to-day needs we take for granted become impossible. Jest Foundation has been able to bless 100% of the applications submitted, and now they need your help. Find out more by going to JustFoundation.org. That's this week's episode of House Talk Radio. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance, as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come. Contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey, folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. We are here with Dan Durney from Assisting Hands Home Care. And, Dan, you said you happen to have some stories for us. So um, since I don't operate a unit, I don't have any particular uh, stories as it pertains to the impact that caregivers 
who care for loved ones have. But we have numerous stories on our website, uh, testimonial videos from that standpoint. Um, but I do have uh, an interesting uh, story where um, it has to do with the HR and the recruiting side of things. One of the franchisees was telling me that, of course, uh, coming out of training, we say you're, you've got to be interviewing the caregivers on a daily basis to make sure that you have, we refer to it as a deep bench of caregivers uh, that meet a, a variety of criteria that can come from those home assessments, which could include uh, age, gender, languages spoken, ability to drive a car, um, uh, even size if the client was uh, maybe larger and was going to need help with uh, you know, bathing and dressing or getting out of bed, probably going to want to send a size appropriate, if, if that's a PC way to say that, uh, <laughs> caregiver in to be able to help with them. Um, but he was telling me he, he was doing that and he had, he had what he thought was definitely the biggest uh, uh, bench of caregivers that, that covered pretty much every category you could think of. And so he uh, stopped interviewing for a little bit, and then he got a call from a, uh, a discharge planner at one of the uh, rehab centers. And uh, so they went over to do the home assessment, and they were talking with the client and with their family. And one of the things that they uh, needed was that uh, the client had her sister come over every week and uh, liked to cook for her, and so needed the caregiver to be able to cook kosher. And so oh. he looked. He looks through his uh, database because uh, the software keeps track of all the caregivers and everything. Looking through, looking through, looking through. And lo and behold, there was not anybody in there that uh, was able to cook a kosher meal. So he goes, "Dang it, got to go back to keep recruiting." <laughs> oh so wow! It wow. just re- it just reinforces you need to always be uh, recruiting uh, for caregivers. Um, they are W two employees, by the way, but they're uh, only paid when they are um, you know on the clock providing uh, care. Um, but we do not use contractors. We use uh, W two ten or W two uh, licensed, bonded, insured employees. Yeah, yeah. You know that's something that you wouldn't necessarily think about when you're you're searching for caregivers. Is but each family has their own needs, don't they? Exactly, exactly. Then the other story I would share is the the way our Naples, Florida office. Uh, came in, which actually last year they were a finalist in the best franchisee of the USA uh, contest, and uh, yeah. they had they've provided hundreds of uh, jobs for caregivers. They've been around 11 years, uh, and the um, uh, the wife Tricia uh, worked for, uh, was a respiratory therapist, and she would come home and tell her husband Rob uh, that she kept getting requests for uh, when people were being discharged to come and maybe provide some in-home care. And Rob says. Uh, well, you should start a business with that. And she goes, well, that's, running a business is not really my thing, <laughs> mm-hmm. what she does. And, and he worked for Honey Baked Hams. And so they looked into it and they came across assisting hands. And so he actually launched the business with, again, no industry experience other than his wife as a respiratory therapist. He launched the business and then she joined him a few years later and then their business really took off. But uh, that just came from uh, just seeing around them the need uh, that has uh, grown and, and, you know, now 11 years later, they have a very thriving business and they're also now area representatives, uh, themselves too. Wow. That's, that's a great story. Absolutely a great story. I tell you what, Dan, if somebody's listening and whether they are looking for, um, maybe, um, a caregiver that can come in and take care of their parents, or maybe they're looking at the franchise opportunity, where would they go to find out more information about assisting hands? So in general, if they go to the website assistinghands.com, and we have a little thing called a chat bot that pops up on the screen, 
and uh, they can uh, put and it'll ask them, are you looking for care for a loved one or are you looking for a job as a uh, as a caregiver or are you interested in a franchise? And depending on how you answer, then the chat bot and everybody's seen those pretty much. Uh, the chat bot mm-hmm. will then go into a series of predetermined questions and answers kind of thing. Uh, if you're looking for care for a loved one, you put in the zip code. And then the system will find the closest, uh, help you find the closest franchisee. And in fact, that franchisee will get a notification that someone is in a live chat uh, that's interested in uh, either, like say, being a caregiver or care for their loved one. And they can jump right into it to help them be super responsive. Um, And that's, uh, so assistinghands.com has that. If they want to, of course, if they're interested in a franchise, they can go through that route, and I'm the one that gets that message <laughs> uh, if they're mm-hmm. interested. Or they can, um, they can also text the word senior care, all one word, to 90210 uh, from their uh, phone, and then that will get them um, my electronic business card. Nice. Well, we are down to those final three questions here, uh, Dan. And the first one <laughs> is, if there is someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest they do to prepare for this process? I always suggest that they talk with a franchise consultant uh, or broker that can help them uh, wade through the 3,500 some odd franchises that are out there to, because uh, the consultants can really help them match up their skill sets and what they're trying to accomplish with the franchises that would be a good fit, such as a person such as yourself, exactly what you do. Um, we work almost exclusively with uh, folks that uh, come to us from uh, franchise brokers and consultants. So that's number one. Mm-hmm. And that, by the way, that consultant will help them understand financially what they can afford uh, and what the proper investment would be and funding sources as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Um, it is a very... Um, complicated and um, very complex process if you're trying to do it on your own. That's for sure. That's for sure. sure. Yep. Yeah. So the next question here is, what are two traits that make a successful franchisee? Um, Well, specifically in assisting hands, uh, number one would be that they are uh, open to coaching uh, that they're not afflicted with what I call the NIH syndrome, which stands for not invented here. Some people that think if it's not their idea, it can't be any good. So those people are probably not good in, a, in any franchise. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. uh, but two traits I would say is they can follow a system and they don't try to do it all themselves, specifically in assisting hands. You make sure you're properly staffing for whatever the business uh, is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. There is a system, there's a protocol, and uh, if you follow that, that's what you're buying into when you buy a franchise. And if you follow I tell that, people, yep. Um, yep. I, I tell people the franchise fee is for mistake avoidance, and you'll spend far uh, more than a franchise fee in making mistakes that the franchisors already worked through. That's very good. Very good. Uh, the final question here is, what does the future of franchising look like? Well, of course, uh, you know, I'm going to say that looks very rosy and bright. (laughs) Um, The reality is that uh, franchising gives uh, people an opportunity to be part of a system. I mean, for example, during COVID here, when it hit, there were mom and pop uh, uh, senior care franchises that were left not knowing what to do next uh, in regard to employment uh, law changes that happened because of protocols that came up. 
uh, all these different things, how to source PPE. Our franchisees were, uh, you know, they had the arms of the franchisor around them and were, and were able to source PPE, all the uh, specialized forms and, and waivers and all that were already done by our employment law vendor that handles all of that, weekly webinars, uh, just a lot of support. So if someone is wanting to come up with their own idea, then then that's fine. They can go do that. But if they can uh, connect with a franchisor that shares their values um, and, and can provide them the vehicle to get to where they're trying to go next and make sure that everybody's pulling the cart in the same direction, uh, then franchising will continue to be uh, the force that it is. Um, there, there's a there's a lot to be said for um, uh, being part of a system uh, and still being entrepreneurial. And we do uh, fully support our franchisees as being very entrepreneurial uh, as to how they run their business. We don't micromanage them. Uh, and yet being able to uh, fall back on a support system is uh, invaluable, or as they say, Absolutely. priceless. Exactly. It is priceless because um, – this this pandemic has really shown us that the leadership at the top is is a big factor um and mm-hmm. how quickly that brand that company can pivot and the communication from that leadership is critical also to the success of those franchisees um but like you you pointed out earlier Dan is that when you're trying to do this alone and things are changing. And therefore, while it was changing almost every day or maybe a couple oh, yeah. of times a day. And to stay on top of that, plus uh, provide service for your existing client, is, it, it had to be really hard for, for those independents. So I applaud you guys for being able to quickly pivot and to bring on, to actually bring on some new products and services that came out of this pandemic that that's pretty yeah. cool that says a lot for you guys yeah we've been considered essential from the get-go and then to be able to add some additional uh, services that were relevant for uh, what's happening right now and we've had some shifts uh, because frankly as you mentioned a lot of people want to keep uh, their their senior loved ones in their home as long as humanly possible especially mm-hmm. what's what with what's been going on with uh, some assisted living facilities right um, but also, if they've had to be in an assisted living facility, but now as family members can't go in to visit them, we've picked up new clients where now they've had to hire caregivers to be able to go in and spend time with them so they're not isolated and alone um, because the family can't go in and visit them. So um, it, it's, it's been an interesting situation, and I'm glad we were able to provide uh, that care for some of those folks that are in those facilities. Yeah, most definitely. Dan, we're down to the end of the show here. So if someone's listening, one more time, how would they find out more information about Assisting Hands? They can go to assistinghands.com or they can text Senior Care to 90210, just like Beverly Hills, and they mm-hmm. will get a text back with my contact info, um, which has uh, uh, my calendar that they can book a call with me. Uh, and we can uh, talk about what, you know, the area availability and see what's, uh, what's open in different markets. We're in 23 states. We have about 130 um, some odd uh, territories awarded and about 65 franchisees. Mm-hmm. So still lots of, 
lots of available uh, territories around the country. Wonderful. Dan, it's been great having you on the show today. I really appreciate all the information, and I'm excited for where you guys are, are headed because it sounds like you're a step ahead of, of some of the other uh, brands out there. So kudos to you. Well, thank you, Linda. It's been a pleasure chatting with you again today. Absolutely. So, folks, you know, I always leave you with a quote here. Well, today I saw a meme, and I thought, this one sounds, this one actually made me laugh a little bit. This is Maxine. I don't know if you follow Maxine, but Maxine is, um, is, has some great senior jokes. Uh, so this one goes like this. Don't get all weird about getting older. Our age is merely the number of years the world has been enjoying us. So thanks so much for being with me today on all things franchising. And go out and let the world enjoy you one more day. Talk to you soon. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today. And be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.